Good morning, everybody. It's your boy, Cliff Jones. Um, I'd like to welcome you to Season 2, Episode 6 of the Cliff Jones Just Listen Podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about black wealth, black entrepreneurship, or black everything. Talk about the future of the state that we're in. Right now, we're... we're <clears throat> Right now, we are in a time where things are just crazy. Things are just wild, you know? Uh, protests, you know, we're, at, we're, we're finally done with the looting. Um, but, you know, the world has definitely put on notice about the racism from these white motherfuckers. I'll be talking about all of that. Stay tuned. It's crazy what's happening in this world right now. It's just crazy, you know. We're about today. Today is June. Um, what's today's date? Let me look at the calendar real quick. Today is June fifteenth. Um, We're about roughly three weeks past George Floyd being killed, being lynched public lynching you know people are are calling for the defunding of police all of that is good I love it let's just hope that you know when you defund the police that the monies are going towards more important things and also educating these cops that are your modern day slave catchers a lot of things that we see on the media, see in the media, resembles a lot of things that happened in, in the 60s and the 70s, our ancestors, 50s, 60s, 70s of police brutality. The only difference is we're, we're not being hosed down, but it's still the same rhetoric. I, I'm, it's still the same rhetoric when it comes to these police killing us like nothing I've seen so much so many different videos of our people getting killed and shot or if they're not getting killed or shot they're they're just getting beat up for no reason it takes a a gang of six white police police officers to take down one black man and God forbid he's just minding his business God forbid he's like yesterday or was it the day before? I don't remember his name. His first name was Rashad. It happened in Atlanta. He was sleeping in his car in a Wendy's parking lot doing the responsible thing because he was intoxicated. He said he had one and a half margaritas and he knew that he shouldn't be, be, be drinking. Police came along. They told him to move his car on the other side of the parking lot or something like that. I think I'm probably messing up the the um the the uh, the story forgive me for that they ask him to come out of his car he comes out of his car he's complying not doing anything wrong he said that he was off he was going he was sleeping in his car doing the responsible thing instead of dr- instead of driving cuz he knew he was drunk 
Police tell him to get out of his car. They interrogate him for a half hour talking to him. He offered, he was like, you know what, I can go, I could just walk home. Because that'll be the responsible thing to do. Now, in any other white, if this was somebody white, they would have been like, okay, it's okay. You just go back in your car and sleep. Or if they were, if they were going to be harsh, they would have just been like, okay, listen, this is a fine, you know, public intoxication, whatever the case may be. Here's this. Go sleep in your car. Or fine. If you don't want to give them a fine, they're just, all right, cool. You're doing the right thing, sir. Walk home. Or maybe even better yet, hey, let me drive you home. No, when it comes to black man, it's, yeah, how are we going to fuck with him today? They proceed to question this man for about a half hour, I think, from what I saw. I can't watch that full video. That video is just insane. He's answering their questions. They go to arrest him. He runs. Like, the fuck are you arresting me for? For what? What are you arresting me for? What is your purpose? Why do you have to be extra and arrest me? I was, it's not like I was drinking and driving. I, he was just in his car sleeping in the parking lot. Fine. Okay, cool. Let's say that's a violation. Probably is, right? All right, cool. Sir, you have to move your car. Okay. You see that he's intoxicated. All right, cool. Let him just go away. If you want to impound his car, impound his car. Why why does it have to be for him to be arrested? He wasn't being disrespectful. He wasn't being rude. He ran away. He takes the taser. He's scared for his life. What the fuck are you arresting him for? Runs away, takes the taser, hides behind a car, gets shot to death right there. Do you not see, like, the racial motivation behind that? Because if it was somebody white, that would have never escalated to that. It would have just simply been, we're giving you a slap on the wrist. Don't let this happen again. Walk home. Or we'll stay by you. Or do you need an ambulance? Or is there somebody that we can call that can come pick you up? If we get somebody to come pick you up, then we have to impound your car. Because you can't keep your car over here at Wendy's. There's no reason why he should have been killed that that, that day. This is bullshit. I can't watch that video. And it's it's like, you know, there's people who post this shit. Um, I understand. I do understand why they post it. But at the same time, it's like, it's very traumatizing to see this shit. To see these people, our people being killed left and right like it's nothing. To see our people being shot like it's nothing. To see our people getting beat up like it's nothing. And it's just, it's just fucking traumatizing for me. Anytime I scroll down my timeline on Instagram or Facebook and I see something, I just have to blink it out my mind. Because it's too traumatizing. I can't watch it. And what doesn't help is at home, like my grandmother, she's very passionate about it. You know, she's been alive for 90-something years. She's seen so much. And then she talks about the stuff that she sees on CNN. And she's watching CNN the whole entire day. And then I have to hear about all this shit again. And it gets so frustrating because it's so it's like yo my god it's so traumatizing for me as a black man to the point where it's like yo if I'm outside I'm walking down the street 
I don't trust the police. If I have to choose between walking past a bunch of drug dealers or the police, if I'm walking down the street and I see a bunch of police officers on the right side and I see a bunch of drug dealers and hood niggas on the left side, you best to believe I'm going to cross the street to where the hood people are. Hood niggas is outside. Drug dealers is outside. I'm not walking past the white police. I'm not walking past the police officers. Look what they're doing to our people. It's just crazy. You know, it's just really sad. I want to change the narrative a little bit more, though. This pandemic, everything that's happening, police brutality and everything, people need to pay close attention to what exactly is happening. Okay. We are in the greatest economic shift the world has ever seen right now. We're going to start with, of course, money. We're going to talk about money today, okay? All right, so if you notice, like a few months, a few weeks ago, they gave out a stimulus check, $1,200 to everybody, any and everyone. Um, it varied how much you got depending on how much you make annually. But most of us got a $1,200 check. Now, prior to this pandemic, right, the value of the dollar was depreciating. Right? It was depreciating more and more. Um, and why it depreciates is because the more you print something, the the more value, the less value it becomes. The more, the more you have of of a particular model or anything like that, the less valuable it becomes. So the dollar is starting to depreciate anyway. Now with them doing the stimulus check and printing out more money, what do you think is happening? The the dollar is going to de- depreciate even more. Let's say they do another stimulus check. What do you think is going to happen? The dollar is going to depreciate even more. Now, let's go further and further down the line. Let's say 10 years from now. Okay. Um, another crisis happens because it's going to happen. Something else is going to happen in 10 years from now. Maybe the stock market will crash again or maybe there will be something else. Something catastrophic will happen again where, where money has to be, even more money has to be printed out. What do you think is going to happen? The dollar is going to de- depreciate more and more. So what is my point of me telling you this? There will be a day when people wait, will wake up, they're comfortable with having 20 racks in the bank, 30 racks in the bank, 5 racks in the bank, whatever, the, whatever amount of money you have in the bank. When your government will tell you, we are switching over to a gold and silver standard. Now, what, is that, what exactly does that mean? What exactly does that mean when you switch over to a gold and silver standard? Number one, gold and silver is the most precious metals that, that, that some of the most precious, is, is the most, if not the most precious metals, especially gold, that's ever been made in, in the history of this world. Ancient civilizations used gold as currency. Okay? Keep that in mind. Ancient civilizations used gold as currency. Now, when you... If the government decides... No, or when the government decides, like, hey, 
the value of our dollar is so depreciated that we are not able to compete with the other countries in the world. We're switching back over to the gold standard. That $20,000 that you have in the bank, <laughs> it's not going to be worth shit. The 20000 the 30 racks, the 100 racks you have in the bank, if it's 20 racks, it might be worth $20. You feel me? Like, the 30 racks you have might be worth $33. So my point is this. Invest in gold. Invest in gold. Right now, a gram of gold is worth $56. Start taking your money out of these banks and start investing in gold. Little by little. You don't have to do it all at once because you never know. I say that, you know, there's going to be a day where the the dollar is going to be so depreciated. You know, and I feel like it will happen in our lifetime. 20, 30 years from now. But you don't, you know, and you don't want to be the person who arrives late to the party. Because what if, God forbid, that happens, right? Let's say if it was to happen in the next five years. Right now, a gram of gold is worth $56, right? And the 20 racks you have in the bank, let's say five years from now, they're like, yo, we're switching to gold standard. Any dollars are not worth anything. Imagine five years from now. when you Now, when you want to use your money to invest in gold, and let's say now it's 50, instead of a gram of gold being $56, it's worth $300,000. Let's just say roughly. Or let's say it was worth $3,000 for a gram of gold. From $56 a gram of worth a gram of gold to $30,000 to, to $300,000. I lost my place. $300 for a gram of gold, right? That's 20 racks you have in the bank. That's only worth $30 or, or $20. It's not enough to pay for a gram of gold. So what does that mean? You are asked out. You have no wealth. You have no capital. You have nothing. You have no assets. You are broke. And then now you're going to have to hustle and hustle and hustle and find a way to catch up to the times. So this is what I'm trying to say. Invest in your intellectual property now so that if and when crisis strikes, you won't have to search and find this intellectual property to save your ass. My grandmother has a saying called, that says, to be forewarned is to be forearmed. All them times growing up where I, where I would not want to hear the shit that she has to say, right? She always tell me, Clifford, to be forewarned is to be forearmed. To be forewarned is to be forearmed. To be forewarned is to be forearmed. Listen to the things that I'm telling you because you never know. You might not use it today, but down the line, there's going to be a situation that comes up. And then you're going to search your brain and it's going to be like, oh, snap, my grandmother was right. This is what I'm telling you here. Little by little, start taking your money out of the banks and invest in gold. Little by little. Because, you know, even if... I, I could be entirely wrong. 
about, you know, the United States government eventually switching over to the gold standard. I could be, I could be, I could be entirely wrong, but you never know. What do you have to lose? It's just information. Start doing your research first on investing in gold and why and the importance of gold and it can't hurt you. Another thing I want to talk about, black ownership, black entrepreneurship, black wealth. I already talked about gold. Okay, now, what this pandemic has taught us, or has taught me, I should say, is that your job is not safe. Your job is not safe. At the drop of a dime, your job could be gone. It's here today, gone tomorrow. So what am I trying to say? Now, entrepreneurship is not for everybody. But a lot of us have skills and, and talents that we are just sleeping on and not, or we feel it's too much, it's going to take too much time to try to make money from. So we rely heavily on our day job. We get comfortable. And, we, and the talents that we have, we don't think about making income from. That's the, like the, the worst thing you can do. You have talents, you have gifts. Tap into those gifts, tap into those talents and develop your own asset. Get an LLC. Develop with your your family structure or your close friends a business plan, a business module. Get an LLC. Get this, get that. Some type of ownership, something that you can own. Because the thing is this. There's another thing I'm going to go into. The job that you that you have today, God forbid, might not be available 10, 15 years from now. Now, why is that? And the reason is because, and the reason is, artificial intelligence. AI. If you go back to, I'm going to tell you a story real quick. My grandmother... I think I said this in my last podcast. I think I mentioned this story. Or I mentioned it to somebody else. A few years ago, right? A few years ago, my grandmother, she talked about how when she was in school, uh, she used to do something called co-op in high school. So co-op was she'd go to school one week. The next week, she would go work in the factory. And in this factory, she was helping... So, buttons onto uniforms for the World War II um, soldiers. <coughs> right? Now, think of a factory now. You think they have human beings doing those jobs? No. They have robots, machines doing these jobs. Now, fast forward to January of 2020, of this past year. There was an article that came out. I think I mentioned this before my last podcast, but whatever. There was, a, uh, there was an article that came out that said, iHeartRadio fires roughly, I think, I don't quote me. You can do your own research on this. They fired at least, I think, 10,000 employees, I think. But I don't know exactly the number, but they fired a lot of people. I want to say 10,000, but it probably wasn't 10,000. 
excuse me, there was a high number of people that they fired. Now, why? They fired 10,000 people. Let's say it was 10,000 people. Because we found that we can just make robots do your jobs. And it's also less costly. So think of it like this. If 10,000 people were getting paid $30,000 a year as a salary, you do the math. They're saving roughly what? Uh, I'm going to say $300 million off the top of my head. That's six, eight zeros, boom. Yeah, $300 million that they're saving in a year, these big corporations, these billionaire corporations. iHeart Radio, for one. I don't know exactly their, their net worth, but they're probably worth a few billion dollars. If they make a robot for, let's say they, they, let's say they make 10,000 robots, at $5,000 a piece. That's roughly, let me do the math, boop, 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 $50 million compared to $300 million. So altogether, they saved 250... Am I tripping? Am I doing the math correctly? Am I? Or am I? They saved roughly $250 million, I think, off the top of my head. Yeah. They saved roughly $250 million from their corporations. And they hired robots. They made robots to do the jobs of humans. This is the things that people have to work to, to understand. The AI is taking over. AI is going to be the next big thing. This is why the jobs that you think you have are not safe. My grandmother was watching TV the other day. She's watching about, you know, something on CNN or something, one of these channels. And she called me and she was like, yo, Cliff, come here. I want to tell you something. I'm like, all right, what's up? She's like, she just saw something in Japan where they have a robot that's, in, that's greeting the guest that's coming into the hotel. I saw on, on Instagram, um, somebody posted a video of, Robots flipping burgers. I think you can see where I'm going with everything that I'm saying. That the jobs that we think we have are not going to be available in the next 10 to 15 years. So you need to start preparing now. Digging your well now. And developing another asset besides the job that you have today. And getting out of the fucking game. Getting out of this rat race. Now entrepreneurship is not for everybody. But at least educate yourself on income, on wealth. Develop an asset, whether it be stocks, whether it be investing in gold, whether it be investing in cryptocurrency, which is another big thing that's happening here. In the last five years, you see, if you're in Manhattan, you see cryptocurrency machines all over town. You know what I'm saying? So this is my thing. I believe in self-education, self-preservation, self-awareness, self-love, all of the things. You want to be prepared for what's to come. You want to invest in your intellectual property. Your intellectual property is your brain. Read books, 
tap into anything that you can so that when times get rough when things get rough when 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 this government just makes the dramatic shift over to something else you'll be prepared you won't have to rely on your job to for income at least you have some type of investment some type of savings in investments or whatever the case may be some type of assets that you 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 will have to rely on not just your job invest in your intellectual property invest in yourself knowledge of self invest in your history you see how these people are treating us imagine when intellect imagine imagine when ai come out and they program these fucking robots imagine a police robot that has definitely a, number one your, your average police officer that's white don't have no fucking feelings now imagine a programmed police officer from a machine that's going off of the statistics uh, of the world that black people are are more likely to, are more